Welcome to Lanarcanum, the city of magic. Built around the Everspire, the city shimmers with arcane energy. But that kind of power brings trouble. Trouble that sometimes seems to spawn from thin air. And no one knows trouble better than the Lanarcanum High Guard. The LAHG is comprised of several divisions, but of particular interest is the Special Visions Unit. The SVU deals with the strangest and most convoluted cases in Lanarcanum. This is one such case. We rejoin our detectives for the thrilling conclusion of Dead Air. All right. Well, a familiar voice rings out as Skip Skyseeker here with your Nalsea 5 midday news update. Burdened by ever-increasing costs of keeping the peace, the High Dragon, honored be its name, today decreed that all coins shall be confiscated and replaced with new paper currency. Ungrateful members of the Bursars and Minters guilds complain needlessly about the change. Maxwell, 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 the newly named Lord of Asset Forfeiture and Debtors' Prisons, blame the Bursars and Minters themselves for creating the current fiscal crisis. Lord Maxwell announced a daring daylight audit of Golden Sacks, where he promised to take custody of coinage purloined from the city's starved coffers. Citizens are encouraged to report any unknown or suspected bankers to their local Red Inquisition office. I'm Skip Skyseeker, and this has been your Nowsayer New News 5 Midday Update. <clears throat> oh. oh man, Maxwell, 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 that dude's a fiend. It is. He's doing so well for himself. Yeah, he right is. He is Pat Maxwell. Welcome back, everybody, to Lawful and Orderly, the the second part of season two, episode eight, I believe. Um, <clears throat> our story thus far is our uh, intrepid group of of adventuring officers of the law have been uh, charged with saving the city from a uh, uh, a would be assassination attempt on the uh, the. The High Dragon, current ruler of the city, by um, uh, ne'er-do-wells and no-goodniks unknown, except one uh, which uh, is, is a suspect by the name of, of Nicholas Ne'er-do-well, or uh, also the pseudonym No Good Nick. So uh, No Good Nick was was tracked down at the uh, the Hippodrome, the land staging area for the. Uh, these these uh, rigid airships uh, that, that are currently having a, a regatta-style derby uh, scheduled to start uh, this evening or, or this afternoon, I guess, so probably just about to start, and uh, go throughout the weekend. So uh, currently in custody is is no good Nick and uh, uh, Nicholas and, and his uh, co-conspirator, uh, Christopher, who's the rest of the name I wrote down. And then Chris Cross Miscreant. Christopher Chris Cross Miscreant. Uh, yes. So um, they're currently uh, in custody, and the officers uh, have learned since that, that uh, Christopher Crisscross Miscreant and Nicholas No Good Nick Nerdewell were uh, put up to this task by a mysterious figure in black unknown who promised them a double paycheck for uh, skills rendered on this, this uh, dirigible derby team uh, in, in exchange for unspecified actions later, which uh, no good Nick had assumed would be uh, throwing the race, which uh, it may turn out to be not the case. So returning to uh, our, our intrepid officers, uh, presumably back in the high guard office, as they brought in Nicholas, no good Nick and uh, Christopher crisscross crash. Miscreant. Crisscross miscreant uh, in for further questioning and then to uh, otherwise decide what their next step will be to investigate up the chain of this mystery. So you see, Chief, we have both we have both no good Nick and also Crisscross, but the saying that there is another individual higher up than them behind the whole thing, and we are worried that if this person had um, had the financial wherewithal to promise double pay to these two um, scoundrels, that it's possible that they will have other agents uh, as in the in the dirigible derby as well. Um, so we, we are going to probably have to go back out and find that person too. But we have done these two people we have. That's good. Two, two less off the street of, of them. The chief gives you a long blank stare as, as a, a half goat and then stomps once for yes. Okay. That's good. Was that a stomp of approval? 
Like, uh, no, I, I just like whisper to one of them. I like, think, I think it is the only approval we are going to get. I suggest we we get out of the office now. Okay. Thank you, Chief. There's another stop of yes. <laughs> and uh, Aaron is out of there. <laughs> All right. So you guys uh, conglomerate around uh, the outside of the office. You hear a familiar voice, Archibald, uh, having a long, droll conversation. And then, you see, back in my day, the property values were far lower. In fact, you could get a house, well, really my parents' day, it was, it was a good time, but, but unfortunately, houses in those days were uphill both ways. There was snow, you understand. And so uh, they, they had to get a house on the hill because it's uphill, and, and uh, now it's really in a valley. It's, it's sunken since then. But the rooftop deck has a lovely view of the hills surrounding the valley of the house is, you see, uh, you know, it's a magical society. So, so housing values actually uplift the land around them. And, and, uh, my house didn't raise nearly as much as, as the others, but, uh, I feel quite privileged to have one. My dear old Poppy and Poppy would be so proud that I've still kept up their home. Hey, Archie, uh, uh, don't, don't mean to interrupt. Oh, 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 don't scare me like that. <laughs> Who are you talking Goodness, to? man. Oh, oh, I've I've just found a, a a rather fascinating young woman who's who's just an excellent listener. I'm I'm sorry I I, I didn't catch your name, Miss Francine. Oh. Hey, Francine, how are you? <laughs> Fine. Uh, what what uh, brings you here to the High Guard today? Secretarying. Oh, you, oh, wait, you, you work here? <clears throat> Started Wednesday. Oh, I had no idea. Oh. Well, we'll be oh, seeing a lot more of you. Are you feeling the temporary temporary position? Um, that is yeah. while, while Philbert is out and you are filling in for Philbert? Yeah. Oh, well, he, he, he's going to be gone for at least another week, according to my uh, wrist sundial. Which also has a little calendar. If you guys have these ones with the little calendar built what? in. What? How do you afford one with a little calendar in it, Mikhail? <laughs> you have to, in theory, you have to buy one every month because it's just like you have to scratch out the, the date. So this yeah. is probably going to be the only time my, I get to wear it. Back in my day, solar calendars were as large as a house. And they, they cost, they were much more affordable in those days, though. And and you just had to wait for the sun to get the right place in the year, and, and then hey, you just mark every day. Oh. Hey, Archibald, um, I tell you what, um, can you, I'm going to go with you. Can you come come with me to my locker, and we can discuss um, the turtle wax? I don't know if you got the same brand I did, but I want to see how do you apply it with the towel. Is it like this, like on top, or is it more like a scrubbing? So, like, let's go back and show me how you apply it, because my head is not nearly so shiny. I've just been freehanding it. Oh. I have well, more your... to learn. Yeah, show me your technique, and we'll exchange techniques, and we'll see if we can't get both of our heads as shiny as, as uh, possible. Lovely. And so Mikhail leads Archibald away from Francine. <laughs> oh, wow. Those two would probably just talk forever. Yeah, I uh, I don't know what that would have done to the vision. Uh, Francine, how, how have you been? Fine. Great. Tell you what. Uh, we're gonna go work on a case. Uh, maybe you should yeah. hang around. Uh, Archibald's got a really nice view of the dirigible race coming up. You should go over to his place. He's gonna have a bunch of people there on his, uh, his roof. Oh. Yeah, just, uh, stay out of, stay out of downtown. Okay. You know, no particular reason. Okay, good. There's, <laughs> you're not suspicious at all. Great. Uh, good seeing you, Francine. <laughs> Yep. Uh, uh, so Mikhail. Okay, oh. yeah, go, go go for it. Oh, I was gonna say Mikhail. Mikhail rejoins uh, the other two and, and asks. And when when Aaron fills me in on what what's where Francine is going to be safe, uh, I don't think Archibald is not having a party, right? It's just going to be him and Francine. Are we setting them up for some sort of date? Is that are you matchmaking? Yeah. Look. <laughs> Sometimes that just, is a power couple. Let me listen, tell you. you. Yeah, you just nudge things. I, I, I don't have any designs on how this is going to turn out. I just feel like the, you know, the world needed to give it a try. 
Uh, anyway, should should we uh, see if we can shake these guys down and find out if they know how to contact their uh, their person, or uh, should Absolutely. we get back get back to the original I, place? And I don't know if it's going to be worth our time to to try and interrogate either of these. So they are they are pretty they are throwaway people. I mean, they are they are henchmen in the most applicable use of the term. Mikhail, let me float something by you. <laughs> these these right. yeah yeah you got it. You're you're getting the, the the feel of it, uh. So this this dirigible heist is scheduled to go down uh during the race, which is starting pretty soon. But I I bet these guys being so useless and so unimportant, they, they may not have been missed yet. So if we get them back there, and we hide ourselves out on the dirigible, they might try to go through with the plan, and we get to meet this shadowy figure. And stop them in the act. Plus, well, then see, we've got was, evidence of a crime. Well, see, what I was thinking was that one of them is a gnome. And the other was a human. Uh, uh, and I am a gnome, and you are a human. And Aloe is the sneakiest person uh, I've ever met. And I think she could secrete herself in any given corner. Wow. And I think we take their places. We maybe let Kip in on it. Tell him he... We, he, we don't even have to. He seems a little... Um, so we, we get yeah. on with the wishy-washy. Uh, we get on. Uh, we pretend to be Nicholas yeah. and Nicholas and Christopher. Uh, Why, well, I've never flown a dirigible in my life. I'll have to work on it. It's, it's no, it's not here. me. I am Nicholas, not the mayor good Nick. <laughs> well, no, N Nicholas is the, the human, right? This is going to be confusing. Oh, yes. Yeah, so Christopher. It has been, yes. Hold on. Let me find that again. No, it is me. I am a Christopher, not a crisscross. That's good, right? Sounds just like you. I am a, I'm a Nicholas. My mother would never raise a Nick. That's getting closer. Anyway, we can work on this all the way over. Yeah, we have time. And Allo, I think, I think you, I think you are our, our, um, our secret hand. You are. We are going to be. Well, I'm going to have to leave. We're going to leave our weapons and our, our manacles behind, okay. because on the dirigible, like they count weight very carefully now. Not to pass judgment on Christopher and Nicholas, but I think Aaron and I are in a little better shape. So I think it's going to make up the difference for you. Okay. Um, but I think we're going to have to leave a lot of our things behind. We're not, we're not going to get we're not going to get away with carrying manacles and and the clubs and and things. All right. Hand flutes, penny whistles. I've got these disguise kits. Let's do this thing. Excellent. And then I just need the extra small. Yes, that'll be good. <laughs> and then short short montage of like. You know, putting on clothes, fluff the collar, wig, uh, putting putting on like montage. some like really embarrassing necklace trinket that Nick wears. Shades <laughs> and goggles. Uh, they're, what, they're, what, they're tinted goggles. And and, and what does Aloe's uh, dress up montage look like for this for this plan? Uh, it's mostly just her polishing Martha and go, and that's it. <laughs> yeah, she already wears like all black, right? <laughs> And then yep. uh, we all come out the precinct in slow motion, like. <laughs> as, as, as you guys, uh, on your way out the precinct in slow motion, you guys actually come first out of out of the the uh, washrooms, right? In slow motion, the changing yeah. room. And so you're slow motion walking through the cubicles, and uh, you see uh, Francine uh, is is actually at Mikhail's desk in super slow motion, <laughs> writing. What looks like a note, it has like the first three letters down, four letters, five, it looks like me so far. Should we check on Francine? <laughs> Let's take it back to real time. I should ask him, yeah, that's kind of what she is doing. Uh, Francine, um... Did you have a message for Mikhail that I could pass along to him? Yes. Well, would you like to tell me that message right now so that I can pass it along to him next time that I see him, Mikhail? Yes. Go ahead and do that in, in speech. After I write it no? down. No, dear, dear, how about you tell it to me first and then you may write it down. Oh. It'll be like a double safety net. But I have to leave, so if you can tell me the message first, then I will leave, and if I see him first, I will tell him, and if you see him first, you can hand him the message. Okay. 
Wait, you're just improvising this letter? William H. Macy. Did he call? Said okay. His yes. parents are coming to dinner. No. William H. Macy. No. No, they're not. We talked about that. He said next week. I was going to be out of town next week. All right, uh, Aaron. Aaron like edges him away so we don't have to break break our cover. <laughs> Mikhail, you should I, not be I've using work. You should not be using work resources. Francine's time is paid for by the government. You can't. I've never use met her his to... parents. What if they don't like me? It's it's very inappropriate. What if they are you, smoke? What if they are, what if they sell cigars? Oh my god! What if they are like cigar moguls? Also, like, how did how did she? Get what if they are smoke elementals? Wouldn't the message have come in a oh, tweet? No. Like, she would have gotten a tweeter message, which is already written down. Why wouldn't she just hand that? <laughs> so we we've, we've clearly <laughs> both like gotten off on our own tangents. Francine uh, actually overhears uh, Marty's tangent. She says, "William H. Macy stopped by." Stopped by. But you were in this post. Okay, great. Thank you, Francine. So I'm writing. Okay, we are going to go, Francine. If you see me, I'll pass him that message. If I see him, I will pass it. Message. I leave. I leave. I leave so fast. <laughs> We, right, okay. we we catch up with Aloe who is still like walking in slow motion out of the place like a badass and we sidle up and then everything slows down again as we come <laughs> Holy crap, was that an explosion? What is they doing in there? Alright. So uh yeah, you guys uh, slow motion walk your way uh, back to the hippodrome and uh due to the slow motion nature of your walk in the slow motion cab ride, you you, you coolly peel up there and tumble out in slow motion throwing the paperwork at the cabbie and roll into the dirigible just as the race is about to start. The announcer says, uh, <laughs> Dirigibles, take your places. He's all he wanted to be an announcer. This is great. <laughs> um, Mikhail, I, I have a confession to make. I've never done this before. I have no idea what I'm doing. I am Christopher. Christopher. Sorry. Yes. Uh, it's me, Christopher. Oh, you're right. I'll be just fine. No, Nick, I've, I, I'm Nicholas. I've never flown a dirigible before in my life. Never seen one. All right, here we go. <laughs> That's all right. Follow my lead, Nicholas. Yes, sir, Christopher. It's If only there was a third person here to learn to follow our leads and not to come out unless we call for help or unless she sees something that needs requirement that she should jump out and stop. I guess she should use her own judgment on that. Okay, bye. What an oddly specific thing to bring up. Let's get to our jobs. <laughs> um, Mikhail makes his way to the to the bridge. I don't know where Christopher's supposed to be, but Mikhail goes to the bridge um, to keep an eye on, on Kip. Okay. Uh, Kip's boy. Nicholas, what are you doing outside of the rigging? Oh, uh, why I've never been you outside of the Nicholas, rigging in my, in my life. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm gonna go get in the rigging right now. I've never been out nope. of place in, in my life. And don't forget to use all the harnesses that they have out there because it's very important to double buckle. Remember, Nicholas, remember the double buckle. I've never not double buckled in my life. I've I always know. believed in I safety. Would, my boy, mama always would, said boy, safety first. What's all this then? I, I don't recognize you. Your voice is all wrong, Christopher. No, uh, uh, oh, that's not right. It's me, Christopher. <laughs> Miscreant. Me, Christopher. I would never double-cross anyone. Well, well, that, that is your right voice, all right. But uh, ah, thanks. Your, 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 your walk's all different. It's much less silly than it was before. Okay, I'll show you, it's really me! And Mikhail does the ridiculous walk, he flails his arms and legs around. See, <laughs> is there anything else that I usually do that I could need to do to prove to you that it's me, Christopher Miscreant? And Nicholas does recall this walk because it has something to do with, with uh, him taking so long to get here. 
uh, when you when you went to get Christopher, he was doing oh, a no. silly walk that fits along that. Does he have like a peg leg that we forgot? <laughs> is he because he is he disabled? Does he have a limp? Ah, uh, not as far as you know. <laughs> Go ahead and uh, make a performance check for me on the silly walk. Should we uh, do it? Can can I help him out? Like. I'll stand. Uh, Nicholas is going to stand behind Kip and like pantomime it for <laughs> for Mikhail so he can see it. All right, all right, all right. I'll I'll let that be uh, advantage. Uh, meanwhile, uh, Aloe, um, being uh, discreeted somewhere about the the uh, ship, I'm sure, and having a great perspective. I'm, I'm, I assume is, is that what you? Yes, yes, I have a great perspective. Mm -hmm. uh, you, you also have perspective on things that, that nobody on the uh, the, the, the slap uh, the, the, the bridge is paying attention to. So go ahead and make a perception check for me. Alright. I got a nine even with advantage. Oh man. <laughs> Mikhail probably trips over his own feet. Whoa, see, it's me. He does a somersault though. That's okay. not part what, of the what, what, what What's all this? That's your accent gone again. What? What? Your, your voice is all different. And, and your walk <laughs> is far too silly. I've got, yeah. the, I've got the in my throat. It's a frog. Ha <laughs> ha! Frog in my throat. <laughs> well, anyway, the, the race. Uh, we're in so late now. now, apparently, and, and and the race is just about to start any millisecond now. So so get up in the rigging, and I'll deal with who you are later. We'll yes, address sir. it later. Bye. <laughs> Wait. So he sent Christopher to the rigging as well. Apparently. Okay, sure. <laughs> I I got the rigging, and I would like to later climb down to be as close to like the window so I can look in at the bridge. You just make it out the outside of the window. Like... Well, like I assume. So, like I'm assuming that this the example of this rigging. It probably means that the the ropes, the the, the lattice of rope work goes all the way all the way around the zeppelin. There's probably also steel bars, but if there's rigging, it's probably rigging around the entirety of the original. All right, all right, fair, fair. Uh, Aloe, you were mentioning what you got on your perception check. I got a 17 plus 3. Is another success Damn. on the scales of justice. Make and, it up for all my failures. Get it. Uh, yeah, yeah, make it up for everybody's failures, really. It's, it's a, a whole uh, success boat. So with your success boat, uh, you notice a couple of figures uh, dressed all in black um, uh, uh, actually leaping from uh, the, the, the scaffolding. They, they managed to sneak up there uh, quite uh, ninja-like, and then they leap from scaffolding onto the airship uh, just just as it disconnects and, and starts the race, because the race starts on the ground. Oh, wow. And um, uh, the voice says, and they're off! The airships take to the skies like a billowy cloud of smoke. <laughs> okay, so like, am I on the airship or am I yes, on the scaffolding? You, you are on the airship, uh, secreted away with a good view. Okay, so I um, I try to run to where they're, they're at. And, um, yeah. They're, they're up in the rigging, and, and uh, you, you do manage to run. Uh, you, you can, uh, without a stealth check, you, you can get within a view to see what they're doing. Or mm -hmm. with a stealth check, you can get real close to them. What do you like okay. to do? Let's do a stealth check. And get close to them. All right. Stealth is plus four. Nice. Okay. Uh, meanwhile, Mikhail was hanging onto these ropes. Okay. Looking under the bridge, and and Aaron is like working these things, and he doesn't <laughs> quite. He's like he said something about the bow, and we're tilting the bow towards the stern. Okay, don't pull that, don't oh, don't pull okay. that rope yep. anymore, Tied, friend. Tie we'll it. be other way. Tying it back, I would never pull that rope. Never pulled that rope in my life. <laughs> Excellent, great, Nicholas. Excellent work. Okay. Uh, so I got a 10 plus 4, so I got a 14 for the stealth check. Uh, all right. That is going to be a failure on oh, the scale no. of justice. These ninjas uh, <laughs> are very stealthy and very perceptive. So uh, <clears throat> you're sneaking up to get uh, close to these two figures, clawed all in black, and they're looking around, and uh, they notice you. Oh, no. And uh, the, the one that makes it up says, I didn't know you'd be here already. Oh, and um, I say, um, I, I, I had to just go as, 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 as fast as possible. Um, let's, just, let's just get it done already. And I just get say, it. tell me what to do. do. Do we still have our escape route? You're in charge of that. 
Um, yeah, yeah, just remind me what the escape route was. <laughs> That's why you come later. You get another airship to run into this one and jump over, and then later you tether it on so we can skimmy over the... Why did we... Why now did you're we... going to have okay, to... Okay, 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 I got it. I got now it. you're going to have to make a mid-air daring jump from one airship to another airship in order to come into a second airship so you can come up here and escape us from this first airship. That's right, Peter. Mm, okay, well, why don't we just... Can, can, can we just do this later? Like, like no, at the next we have day? to whisper it in intense conversation right now. Okay, um, all right, um... No, no, I got new plans. I'm not supposed to do the escape route. I'm supposed to um, help get help run the plane and help the airship and. Well, then who's doing the escape route? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Not me. I thought you were doing right? it. Me? I want to yes, do the escape you. route. I, you That's do? what the boss told me. That's what the boss told me. Yes, yes, it's your fault. Him? That sounds like a deception yes. check to me. Oh, snap. We always go from, like, harmless <laughs> roleplay into skill checks we can't possibly make. <laughs> this episode brought to you by Easy Roller Dice. For when you want to make your players panic all of a sudden and unexpectedly and not know what to do or if they're doing the right thing or if they've made all the wrong choices in life, make okay. them roll their Easy Roller Dice. So I got a 12 plus 6, but my 6 has an asterisk on it. So you were very good at deception. Oh, the, the asterisk means that you have an extra plus two, I think, which which is included in the plus six. So, okay. uh, yeah, plus right. six is awesome. 12 right, plus six 18. is 18. Well, 12 wasn't going to do it, but 18 sure will. You should be lying all the time. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead and uh, mark a success on the scales of justice. And, uh, yeah, man, if the boss says you have to do the escape route, then I guess that's what you got to do now. Okay, I guess I'm just gonna go jump off the airship and try and land on another airship when we get close. So that sounds super great. Okay. I'm not. A, it's a good thing I'm not it's afraid of heights. Better than facing, better than facing the high dragon if you fuck up your assignment. Yeah, I don't want to do that at all either. Okay, bye. Yeah. He stumbles off across the rigging. Okay. This will be looking for airships to jump onto. Okay, um, dude, show me. Okay, well, we'll, we'll okay, show me the rest of uh, of your plan. You said you're supposed to tell me what to do. You were supposed to do it together. I was supposed to watch you. Yeah, you're, are you shadowing this it's one? A, it's a good thing you rolled so high <laughs> on deception. <laughs> Look, I'm, I'm sick and tired of bringing you along. But uh, all right, fine. The the plan once again. We've been over this like 11 times this week and okay. twice last week on Saturday due to the insistence of the Red Inquisitors that we practice the plan. If you recall, it's not my fault. You missed half of the practices, but here we are. Okay. okay. So the plan is, right? We wait for the doofus and gallant down there to, to start some crap. We pass them a message to say that they're going to they're gonna take over the ship and throw the race, right? And then we lock the steering console to hit the Everspire, and then we escape. That's the plan, right? Okay. All right. Um, okay. All right. Let's let's do it. Let's, yeah. Let's do let's it. Go, right. We're doing. Let's. All right. Let's go to the to the to the to the steering part. All right. All right. That's, that's, that is my job. I brought the steering tools. <laughs> okay. Okay. I'm, I'm coming with you. Right, Are we go. on the steering part? <laughs> The rigging. You guys are on the, the bow planes that make the that bow up and down. These are the uh, the stern fins that make okay. it go side to side. Because uh, luckily the Everspire, they'll still hit it regardless of how much up or down you make the the, the ship go. Oh, yep. So so um, Aloe and uh, Mysterious Figure One are making their way uh, back to the rear of the ship. Uh, Peter. Uh, is is uh, now uh, mysterious figure two is is apparently looking for uh, a, 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 an airship to jump onto, and uh, then presumably whoever Allo is pretending to be is currently uh, sabotaging another airship and planning to get it to run into this airship. Meanwhile, uh, Christopher and Nicholas are diligently being ridiculously incompetent at the jobs they're supposed to be doing, no, and uh, Mikhail it's pretty is Crips Clipper Skipper is falling behind in the race. You guys see dirigibles uh, stream. Yeah. I'd like to clarify that Mikhail, in disguise as Christopher, is extremely competent. However, he mm -hmm. was not the one in charge of, like, he was put into a different position. So 
uh, uh, Aaron, in disguise as, as Nick, is making a number of rookie mistakes, and Mikhail is desperately trying to coach him while also keeping an eye on the bridge. It's so right. we, knows, we established Mikhail earlier in this expert. episode that you have a background in dirigibles. Right. Mikhail is an expert. Well, not a master, but yeah, an expert, an expert uh, yeah. dirigible you don't have pilot. To a dirigible vehicle proficiency, because I'm sure you did not take that. Uh, that would have been awesome if I did. Um, <laughs> no, I don't have that, but I'm an, I'm an expert dirigible pilot. Unfortunately, oh, yeah. that that doesn't come in handy right now because I'm keeping an eye on the bridge. And, and, oh, and Nicholas. Christopher! Christopher, what, what are you doing up there? The, the do-wazzle's on spad setting. It should be on wuzzle setting. No, no, no. Um, it should be on spad setting. Trust me, I know a lot about airships, and um, because we're falling behind, spad setting will get us there quicker. It'll reduce the air friction and increase our coefficient of force. Airships, science. <laughs> I don't know how to deal with your life. Uh. <laughs> Uh, all right, so so uh, the airship's uh, uh, plenty round. Uh, I'm looking for a roll uh, from one of the two of you, some sort of a check, to uh, obviously it won't be a, a handle vehicle uh, a dirigible to be on that efficiency, but, but some sort of a check or something to to uh, at least not stop the airship dead in its tracks while everyone tries to figure out who you are and what you're doing here, actually. Hmm. Um, Without the, the masked figures uh, realizing that the jig is up and that you may not, in fact, be who you claim to be. So, I have a. Um, I think I think it has to be it has to be Aaron that makes the check, right? Because he's the one doing all the role playing. Could be. But Could be. I would like. I have a. I have a magical. Um, I have a magical uh, uh, construct that I very rarely get. am able to use. Um, that I can sort of conjure instantaneously. From being a gnome. Uh, yes. Um, and it is, it's very limited, it has very limited uh, utility, but I think I might be able to justify it being able to use to uh, um, to either um, join ropes together or maybe pull on a rope. Like, if he attaches it, he might be able to use it to, like, apply pressure at varying lengths with a command. As long as he secures it to another rope, he might be able to say, like, pull, and it would pull, and he would say, release, and it would slack, or whatever. Okay. And I was hoping to give him maybe advantage with that, well, with that uh, magical construct. Uh, um, well, depending on what skill you pick. What skill are you picking? Me or, I'm not making the roll, right? Oh, yeah, so, uh, right, so, so what skill uh, are you picking, Nicholas? Uh, Nicholas... Uh, Aaron, Aaron is uh, gonna pick acrobatics, so he's he's out there like it's very counterintuitive, but he is like finding ropes that look too tight and trying to slacken them or vice versa. He's like no one is telling him what to do, but he he is just like super active, and it's like the the thing is moving in very unintuitive ways, but he but he is like so you're like he's swinging from you're like swinging from rope to rope, so it's really it's really about the speed with which you can get. To the various ropes to correct. Yeah, like the he's he's obviously making very bad mistakes, but he's over. He's like overcorrecting and then like flying back over here and overcorrecting right. again. What what if, what if we say uh, Andrew that the widget in your pocket is not a rope tool because that might be useful in more than this adventure, but it's in fact a weather vane, a wind vane, and uh, it's like a you know a monkey with chimes and it tends to chime toward the wind and that seems to be guiding. Uh, that feels Nicholas. like it's more with. Yeah, that feels like it's more within the realms of the kind of the gnomish ability as well. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And, okay. uh, and then I will give you advantage on that. Ooh, thank God. Ah! That first roll was a three, and the next one wasn't much better. Um, that's a six plus four is ten. Okay, go ahead and track up a failure at the scales of justice, uh, and right. uh, describe what sort of terrifying thing happens to you. Uh, as, as, as you fail uh, to, to, to get this dirigible, or a terrifying thing happens to everybody. It's failure acrobatics check while you're singing from ropes to ropes, too, yeah. which could be bad. So, uh, yeah, Aaron uh, is, like, finding himself progressively further and further. Like, uh, you, you know the, the word tensegrity? Like, Buckminster Fuller make, made these sculptures that are, like, strong, rigid pieces held together by, like, steel cables. 
Uh, and Aaron makes a critical mistake on one of them where he's like, ah, this looks like a knot. I think, uh, here, I'll just take my dagger and, and kind of cuts the rope. And suddenly, like, where he thought the tension was in this hand, it was actually over there. And the rope goes, and pieces start to fall off of parts of the dirigible. And then, and then, and then at last, like, something does take up the slack in his hand. And he's whipped, like, halfway back around the ship. And, and Aaron, Aaron is flying through the air over the ship. He flies uh, through the air with the greatest of ease. Yeah, like headed headed towards the stern. Hopefully, not going to miss. Yeah, some shadowy figures uh, <laughs> at the stern who are are currently uh, jury rigging the the, uh, the 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 steering paddle, the rudder. Uh, sort of notice you, and and one mutters under his breath, oh, "No good, Nick. Come on." What's with that guy? He can't even screw up right. And that's and that's when that's when Aaron lands next to them. <laughs> because of course he's going around the ship, and they were on clearly yeah. on a different part of the ship than we were. Stern. Yep. Yep. There's only two sides to a dirigible. Uh, re- reaches out and grabs your hand. Uh, oh. The shadowy figure pulls you in. Oh. What are you doing? Screwing around? You had three months to learn how to do this, Nick. What I. I've never screwed around in my life. I'm, I'm giving it my best. My mom always said, I'd give it your best and, and you'll do... Look, I, I should probably get back up there and... Hey, hey, what are you guys doing back here anyway? You're not in uniform. You've been, you've been getting double pay to throw the race. And that's what you're going to do. We're going to lock this bow play in place. Then you're going to take over the cabin. Get that hat you keep telling us about. It's a good hat. Then, yeah, great. It'll be great. It'll be great. And then yell some nonsense about a revolution or something. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. And they'll lose the race and we'll get our money. Okay? Okay. Uh, okay. And Aaron, Aaron notices that one of these two shadowy figures is Aloe. <laughs> and uh, makes makes a look like, uh, well, like should should we do something? Um, like um, nodding like, yeah, okay, yeah. Uh, yeah, definitely. Um, and then uh, Martha, uh, Aloe just like takes Martha and she just looks at it and she's like, uh, clunk. I had no idea what to do. Um, do you think incapacitated? Uh, so they drive, they, we, so we drag, we both well, like, well, drag well, to, his body. To, to incapacitate him, that will definitely be a check. Uh, okay. And that will be a, uh, a weapon attack roll. Yeah, Aaron, Aaron is distracting him by playing like the no good Nick uh, badly and being very frazzled and like, oh yeah, I'm so sorry. I, I know it's just, uh, ooh, you, know, you never know how hard a job is going to be until you get in there. <laughs> and, uh, I've never quit on anything in my life. <laughs> so oh. to set the scene. Oh, wow. Oh, did you, oh, you're done with your roll? Yeah, I got a 19. Oh, I don't know what it's a roll on. Jeez, and right. Is, yeah, is it's, it's going to be a plus five two? because you're a level one character. It's, it's your weapon attack bonus, which is right in the middle of your sheet toward the bottom. will be like, uh, it'll have your base, you know, named Martha or whatever, right? And then plus okay. five. Probably. Yep. Uh, so, yeah, so it'll be on plus five. So you got a 24 total? <laughs> okay. He's so, dead. Uh, Thank uh, goodness you, you somebody's rolling well. Mark of success on the scales of justice, Done. and uh, yeah, 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 d- definitely. Uh, you, you clobber him a bit too good. Uh, he's unconscious and also bleeding. Yeah, mm. there's, there's definitely like way more blood than should be there. Whoa, aloe, nice. <laughs> and um, the race is in a dead heat. Kip's Clipper Skipper is falling a little behind, but uh, they're coming this long straightaway. They're looming toward the Everspire. This is an action-packed race, folks. Don't miss it. Meanwhile, there's crowds under there, I can see, from the obelisk at the Hippodrome. Lots like a lot of crowds, and they're probably really excited. To, is that uh, the... William, is that the Orphan's Choir singing outside the Everspire today? Because I didn't think they had recovered from mumps yet. <laughs> you know, I believe it is. I believe that is. And, uh, yeah, you know, it's, it's, it's amazing. The, uh, right over the baby bird preserve section of King's Park. Uh, yeah. such a popular part of the park. It's beautiful. All yeah. the, uh, many of our, many of our beloved, arc, uh, many of our beloved arcane scouts gather there for picnics. 
Yes, the Arcane Scouts. And they're out in, in full force, although uh, I think many of them may be wielding uh, torches and pitchforks. I'm sure that's all in good fun for the dirigible race. Uh, so, <laughs> Al- Allo, what, what's going on? They're, they're going to crash the dirigible, but N- Nick thought they were just going to throw the race? Like, who, who are these guys? No, uh, they actually got um, their own payroll from the Red Inquisitors. And what they want to do is um, they want to do some other stuff, but they want to lock the steering. So we got to get down to the steering and, like, not lock it. Wait, wait a minute. Where you guys are right now, they, they, that's what he's been doing this whole time. They work for the dragon? Yes, the Red Inquisitor. Oh, okay. That's that's pretty bad, right? Like, why? And uh, Aaron, like, Aaron uh, doesn't have his knife, so he's he's now just, like, try it. He's, <laughs> he's back to just pulling ropes. <laughs> All right, we got to get down to the steering, right? So, so you guys currently well, are in the steering section of, okay. uh, of the airship, and Did, um, the, the, the unconscious, the mysterious black figure one has been working with his tools uh, this time, and uh, he, uh, before we cut away to you guys, he was like, there, got it. Oh, sh- oh nuts. And then, whack. What are you doing here, Nick? So, uh, he's locked the steering up, and you guys are, are, are heading toward... Uh, the, the, the straightaway in, in the racy part of, of, of the track. Uh, what are you guys? What are you guys doing? Meanwhile, uh, at the front, uh, Chris is, is just kind of leaning in. Kicks yeah. Like for, for for God's sake, of all the gods, get out there, do something. We're losing. Did I? Uh, so um, when the steering goes out, do I notice that in the bridge? Because I'm looking into the bridge, watching watching Kip. So I was uh-huh. making sure theoretically no one came in. But do I notice when the steering goes out? Uh, they're, they're not trying to actively steer away from the Everspire, still a ways away, so no. Wow, oh, blast. Um, okay, well, I do know something about airships, and I, I, uh, they, they bullied me, and they bullied me into, uh, into leaving my post here, so, um, what, what Mikhail does is, he knows that, he knows that when someone is trying to sabotage the airship, and he knows that we're losing the race because of, uh, Aaron's lack of experience in dirigibles. So, what he does is he thinks to himself, what is the one way that you can get the dirigible to give it the... I remember exactly. So he climbs underneath the carriage of the dirigible. Mm-hmm. And he he goes to cut some ballast. But um, he... Let me get this right. <laughs> Hold on. I'm trying, I'm trying to... I'm if trying he puts to... enough ballast, he can go over the Everspark... Wait, no. No, that, no, that, no, no, no. I don't want to do that. That's not going to work. That's not going to work. Um... Uh, not the ballast. No, he he gets to the um, to the uh, what's the opposite of ballast? The, the, what are they uh, the when they're underwater? I guess it's ballast, but in reverse. Starboard. The air no. tank. No, no, no. He goes to like the air tanks they would use when they're when they're submersing, uh, and he he pulls out uh, his. This is one of the ground-based ones. They they don't submerse. I thought you said the entire race. Uh, I thought you said during part of the race they go. Uh, yeah, into for the different water. classes, right? So, so those ones come out of the water. So and there's then they two go into races. The water. Yeah, there, there, there's two staging grounds, right? There are multiple well, races. It's an all weekend event. Yeah, but Kip, but Kip, um, Kip is the racer. Like he, he, he races. He races. He, he's got an all. He's got a, a an all class dirigible, right? An all terrain dirigible. <laughs> an all terrain dirigible. It's, it's, if that's not right, you can correct me. But I, my understanding is that well, Kip is, is a racing master, and he has an all terrain dirigible. You know what? Sure. Perfect. Yeah. Great. Uh, there, there's, there's pontoons. It's, perfect. Uh, yeah, so, there's, there's um, like little portholes on the side. Perfect. It's just real slow in the so, class, but that's not going to stop him. So what Mikhail does is he takes one of the uh, he takes one of the uh, uh, the wrenches, the big heavy tools that are bolted to various places outside the dirigible for for people so they don't have to carry these heavy tools around all the places, and he knocks the valve off of one of the uh, air tanks, uh, the central one, and uh, so it proceeds to project pressurized air out the back of the dirigible. So this this dirigible is not going to be able to really do any underwater racing in this race, but it is not going significantly faster if this works. Nope, mm. oh, I can't hear you. I think you got muted. Yeah, you made it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Your goal is to slow the, the ship down by, by projecting air forward? No, it's uh, uh, just, it's projecting air out the back. I climbed around the back and knocked the valve off the back. To make it go faster to make into it the go faster. We were losing Perfect. the race. Ah. <laughs> I mean, Kyle, it's been a long time since he's been a racer, and he's really excited. Ten points for Gryffindor, I think. That's, mm-hmm. that's what that merits. Um, yes, yes, yep. 
So, All right. uh, yeah, you, you, you've got a jet propulsion uh, going. You, you guys are now drafting. Uh, so, Aaron, like, yeah, in the back of the ship, mm-hmm. in, in the back of the ship, Aaron and Aloe, like, we feel a bump as the thing kicks in. And it's mm-hmm. like, and, and that, that causes Aaron to look up over the, the bow of the ship and see the Everspire, like, dead on ahead. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, he looks down at the steering and has no idea what to do. And, uh, and then he looks at uh, Aloe and he looks at her hammer. And he's like, and, I think, I think we just have to destroy this thing. Okay, and uh, so Aloe just, with the same like, mm, just goes, Gluck. <laughs> and just starts hitting it like whack-a-mole, like uh. hit. Did it work? Hit. Did it work? <laughs> uh, all right, uh, go ahead and, and make a, uh, a another check for that. Same sort of check as before. And uh, meanwhile. Uh, We'll say that Mikhail, uh, while he's uh, noticing this this big cloud of, of gas and this sound, uh, he, you know you're 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 now toward the rear of the ship. You have a pretty good view out back. Uh, there's another dirigible that's that's uh, coming alongside, getting really weirdly close. In fact, uh, perfect. So I knew this. Mikhail knew this was. Uh, uh, um, he didn't know this was coming. He was expecting something like this. He was expecting either cheatery on the part of one of these dirigible racers. Or a backup plan on the part of the uh, the, the black figure, the figure of black. So he assumes this dirigible is getting in line to knock the Everspire out. So what he does is he he grabs one of the ropes. He 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 knows where all the ropes are. So he grabs one of the ropes. Yep. Um. Actually, he so it's coming on his side or on the. Do I just notice it coming up the other side? You're you're, you're kind of in the middle, so uh, okay. yes, it's so coming up on the, one side. I go to the opposite side mm-hmm. of this dirigible. <laughs> grab the rope. Cut it, and I make sure it's the rope, and it flings me over to the other dirigible. <laughs> All right, that sounds like an acrobatics check. It to sure me. does. And not an uh, athletics check. No, that's not uh, acrobatic to me. Uh, meanwhile, uh, Allo Theta, how did your clunk go? I got a twelve, and then I, I forget what the plus is. It twelve plus fifteen? No, I think it's plus five. It should be okay. again right in the middle of your sheet. Um, Seventeen. Yep, 17. 17 is, is, is uh, definitely a success. All right, so uh, after a bit of wanging on this thing, uh, you, you hear some kind of breaking and crunching noises. And uh, yeah, what do you know? You, you got like the, the rudder to move. You, you just like hammered on it until it moved. Uh, and, and, and now, uh, yeah, given a little bit of time, you, you guys reject the so it takes less time. Uh, you, you see that the, you guys are, are curving uh, slightly away from the Everspire now. And uh, then out of the corner of your eyes, you notice that you're curving now slightly into another dirigible that's coming up along the side. And uh, then you see a lone gnomish figure do a Herculean <laughs> leap, uh, catapulted around by a rope, and... 17. Successfully <laughs> touch down the landing. Go ahead and mark another success on the scales of justice. Uh, as though it were nothing. And yeah, Aaron <laughs> is just like... Straight up, Macaulay Culkin in Home Alone, like. <laughs> <laughs> you taught him well. <laughs> okay, right. so, so, uh, um, so we are now steering successfully. Kip's ship is steering successfully away from the Everspire. Yes. At, at, into at top another speed. Ship. Yep. Okay, into the into the converging ship. Okay. <laughs> Perfect. Great. Uh, so, yeah. So, so Aaron. Uh, Aaron does some quick mental like uh, arithmetic to figure out like okay we're we're gonna crash, and he looks for the spot where he thinks the dirigibles are gonna touch first, mm-hmm. and uh, because he he thinks like the thing his thinking right now is like we're moving away they're moving towards like to with their powers combined they will probably still hit the Everspire, so uh, he takes off running to the part where they would meet to jump onto the uh, the other thing when they get when they like expecting a collision hmm. you wait you're, you're 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 going to the part where they're gonna meet you, you want to be the, the sandwich in in the dirigible sandwich you he, he wants meet? he wants to be like they're ready to jump onto the no. uh the other one all right you make your way uh that away Allah, what are you doing um like oh like everybody's leaving now like what's <laughs> going on <laughs> um Allo, uh mm, what could i do I'm just gonna jump too, because I feel like this 
This, this is right. so. You also make your way over to that connecting portion. Um, yeah. Meanwhile, uh, Mikhail, uh, or Christopher, uh, you uh, <clears throat> are soon accosted by a figure in black who's like, what are you doing here? It's, 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 it's too soon. I'm supposed to jump over there, and then we have to take over? And let's Eldritch Blast. <laughs> Eldritch Blast. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not messing right. around with this person. Go ahead and roll a hit. Yeah, I'm going to do that. Uh, oh, gosh, I hope I, hope I do hit. I rolled a nine. Mm. That includes the, my bonus for this blast. Uh, figure in black uh, delves out of the way and says, "Oh, kicks up and uh, uh, jumps uh, off of, of between both ships, and then uh, out of uh, her backpack uh, sprouts a couple of little wings, and and then starts sort of." Uh, like like uh, terrifyingly gliding. Uh, the wings are flapping a lot in the wind. It looks like this was, there's a reason this was not the escape plan to use these stupid little wings, right? This might have been a, we're supposed to be low to the ground escape plan to get away from the dirigible. Uh, so it looks like it's it's pretty dicey, but that, uh, that figure took a jumping, diving leap. Okay. Okay. So I'll, 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 I'll give you a, a failure on that one. Uh, yes, but uh, I, I will. I will give you a choice. You can either um, uh, definitely not have had the opportunity to grab this figure before they left, left, and safely directed your eldritch blast away from the giant flammable balloon that you're on. <laughs> or you can have waited your attention to blast and grab uh, while shooting kind of into the dangerously uh, flammable object that you're currently straddling. Good choice. No, Mikhail is anything. If he's reckless, it's still a cautious recklessness. He's 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 very focused, generally speaking. So yeah, he 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 focuses his eldritch blast, uh, and when the person jumps, he throws his hands. Uh, um, he closes he closes his hand, so it it, it dissipates. Um, but he has to he has to close his hands together in order to stop the magic. So he can't reach out and grab this. This thing that they go. <laughs> I'm so used to Wushu. Here, folks. It's a pretty exciting race, but uh, yeah, there's, there's uh, something going on. A, a couple of the, the airships have, have fallen way behind, and they're off course. It uh, looks like they're going to crash somewhere into uh, King's Park. What do you say there? Oh, it's looking pretty bad, uh, William. It looks like. Uh, is it just me? Or are there figures jumping from dirigible to dirigible in a adventurous and swashbuckling manner? No, yes, they are. They're the the swashbuckling duo it seems to be uh, leaping from from balloon to balloon. Somebody's just jumped off. It looks like they're uh, <coughs> using some sort of uh, wings to uh, gently glide down. But uh, that deep in the King's Park, I'm pretty sure there are uh, there are uh, manatees, wild manatees that uh, will will uh, liable to eat anyone who lands. Well, of course, that's if they survive the inevitable explosion. <laughs> oh, the humanities! I, I, certainly, I certainly hope whoever's jumping recklessly from dirigible to dirigible thinks about any loved ones they may have, because that's that's not something... That's a dangerous task. It is. And, Let's uh, watch. I, oh, oh, I'd love to, but I've got to go. My parents and my boyfriend are coming to dinner. Have a good that's night, everybody. Extremely personal to ask to all the listening <laughs> listeners, but have a great one, William. I thought you were scheduled for another three hours. Oh, bye. <laughs> we're going to take a quick commercial break, folks, and we'll come back to the dirigible action <laughs> if there's any to come back to. Uh, um, um, yeah. So, so the, uh, all, all that we have left to, to wrap up this episode are uh, you guys have, uh, what, one uh, shadowy figure uh, knocked unconscious, bleeding profusely. Uh, okay. Um... One uh, other who's who's nebulously somewhere on the uh, the, the dirigible that, that you guys don't know, and one who's jumped to either safety or death, where they cannot be uh, prosecuted or or uh, inspected or or well, that, uh, interrogated or anything. The second one is Peter, who should have jumped to a third dirigible, right? In theory, he was tasked with going to jump to a third dirigible because he thought because Aloe reassigned was, to him the duty to of find a third dirigible to jump to. Yes, correct, correct. Yes. Uh, yeah, so so uh, pretty soon uh, you guys see Peter uh, jumping to this dirigible because it's so close. Now it's obviously the right one to jump to. His escape plan worked. Uh, so so yeah, you, you guys are all jumping there. You, you see Peter, he's jumping too. Like, where's everybody else? What what are you two doing here? You're supposed to be down at the bridge. 
I've never been to the bridge in my life. And Aaron <laughs> clocks the guy. <laughs> All right, roll that. Sucker punch. Big no whammy. Oh! That's a straight one, my friends. Oh. <laughs> oh. It was, that was the other kind of uh, So oh. Aaron, oh, Aaron winds up to punch this guy and just goes over him. <laughs> All right. So Aaron is now tumbling uh, off of the airship into oh, the oblivion. Uh, while uh, this guy, uh, you know, does his numbers in his head, takes his chances, and, and uh, also jumps off, uh, planning to pull his little wing shirt. Two okay. figures are, are, are plummeting through the air toward click, quickly, uh, rapidly enlarging uh, manatees. Just, just, just hungry, hungry hippo-like creatures <sighs> that were once roving Kings Park, but are now, uh, you know, dire and and angry and enlarged and, uh, and, and ready to eat. Um, Mikhail looks at Allo and um, and says, "I'm gonna I'm going after Aaron," and she, he yeah, he grabs definitely. another rope and. Uh, um, yeah. Okay. What he does is he says we're going after Aaron. Okay. Um, he hands Aloe a rope. Okay. And as soon as she takes it, he cuts it, and she goes flying off. <laughs> and then he grabs an additional rope and cuts it for himself. It. So and he goes flying. And he so goes so flying. You guys off. Are, are going uh, the, the like the long way catapulted by the tension of the balloon being That's the only way to get the speed. Rope. That's the only so way like to get the speed to catch Accelerate downward. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. Uh, Hopefully one of us can catch Aaron. So we have, we have two figures. And a word. A shadowy figure. Yeah. Accelerating towards them. Uh, I'm going to give each of the accelerating figures a roll to try to catch somebody. Um, and this is going to be at disadvantage because you're you're trying to hit or a bullet with another bullet. This is uh, going to be a tricky one. Uh, Aaron's got trapeze experience. Like this isn't too unfamiliar to him. Maybe he yeah. can. And, and, and and we'll we'll get to Aaron, Aaron's okay. check in a second. Okay. Well, um, um, okay. Yes. All right. If, if, uh, Aaron can cancel this advantage for being captured because he's literally trying to be grabbed. So, okay, so here's... Uh, and, and it'll be an athletics check. So, so uh, go okay, ahead and perfect. decide if you're going after Aaron or after the mysterious figure and roll an athletics check. Um, I'm going to go after Aaron. It's an okay. athletics an check, athletic right? Check. Straight, yep. Okay. Oh, is that fake? Nine! It's nine! He wants my bonuses. Wing and a miss. Oh, no. Aaron, and Aaron's Theta. like hands out, hands out, hands out, hands oh. out. <laughs> Is it too late for Aloe to also swing by and try and grab Aaron? Aloe, uh, who are you trying to grab? The I'm shadowy trying to figure grab Aaron. 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 Uh, yeah, I got a three. <laughs> <laughs> Aaron, Aaron looks over like, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> Marty, I Aaron. hope you've enjoyed playing Aaron. It was the great character that we all loved and enjoyed. <laughs> all right. So uh, Aaron is plummeting toward these, these uh, hungry, hungry non-hippos. Uh, they're getting larger and larger. And, and the figure who's, who's uh, the shadow figure who's underneath you looks like they're about to pull their chute. Yeah. What do you do, Aaron? Uh, Aaron Aaron's going to make a, a grab. He's going to put this guy in a hug. Since, uh, <sighs> since punches didn't work, it's time for a loving embrace. Love not hate. Yeah. Oh. Uh, but right. this, this, is, like this is still a lot of flying trick. through the air. Oh, I was oh. I was hoping for acrobatics because this is still. <laughs> you know, it, usually grappling is is strength based, but you're right. You 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 are currently flying through the air. I'll I'll give you dexterity. I'll give you trapeze work on that. You Ooh. go ahead and take uh, yeah either um, uh, acrobatics. Uh, yeah, acrobatics. You're an acrobat. Okay, it's with my acrobatics, one of my best skills. It is a fourteen. Fourteen. You collide with him, oh. and uh, the, uh, the 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 one of the wings uh, the, the the wings eject just at the right time. He, like the collision caused him to be startled, and so he pulls the pin. And uh, so now both of you are going down on these wings that are fragile and ripping. But it does manage to glide you guys away from the huge manatees before you crumple into uh, a, a rather um, well overgrown part of of Kings Park. And, and the wings and limbs and things get scraped up, and, and you bounce off some stuff. And you end up kind of in in, in a in a pile next to some uh, very non dire bunny rabbits who uh, are startled but adorable. Uh, so so does that count as a success? I'm I'm okay. I yes. am counting it as a success because I'm alive. Yes. Yes, uh, that's okay. a success on these scales of justice. So no more dirigibles are currently heading toward the Everspire, right? 
Uh, no, they're 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 very slowly drifting down uh, into King's Park, which is not great, but uh, you know, mission uh, successful. Yeah, some people are coming out with ropes. Uh, we we they they tore us them up. Um, yes. Yeah. Uh, so we've got one that, person. Yeah, right? uh, make one more acrobatics check for me, Marty. Alrighty, let's see what we got. No uh, that's an eight total. All right, so uh, in, in, in the gliding, uh, you, you managed to, to pull his pack away from him. Uh, the, the, the rain snapped, and uh, he fell in with the uh, huge manatees. Mm. Is, that, is that a failure on the scales? Yes, that is a failure oh, on the scales. Of the scales are getting full today. <laughs> so we, have, we, we don't have any of the, the shadowy black clad figures one of them is uh, passed out and bleeding oh, on yeah, top we do of that a, a dirigible i assume someone tied this person in and also yeah he's probably bled out by now uh, <laughs> so make a heal check we'll just we'll just round out the uh the evening see if you have evidence or not medicine uh yep. yeah yeah aaron aaron uh has healing word no! Oh gosh, I have Elder's Blast, but that's not going to do it. <laughs> that's the reverse. So, all right. So yeah, we can. Uh, Aaron, Aaron gets like lifted by the rescuers and carried to the scene where there's also this person bleeding out and uh, recognizes him, and he's like, oh, uh, and I'm sorry. Then, what was? Uh, could you repeat the healing word real quickly? I, I want to make sure our listeners catch it. Just into the mic. Make sure. Oh, they, th yeah. this one. It was Abahana. Perfect. Great. Thank you. Nice. Perfect. So, uh, yeah, you, you, you guys uh, do have a witness who, uh, under interrogation, will claim that the uh, Red Inquisition uh, instructed them to, to uh, put this uh, dirigible up. Um, of course, uh, they're not a person known to this. It, it turns out they're a, a suspicious sort from MatBat, and, and their word may or may not be trusted by uh, our jury, our viewers at home. So, jury viewers at home, it's time for you to judge us as a jury of our peers. So uh, we're going to put a minute 30 on the clock for voting. And yes, please, we are. if you can, uh, vote for what crimes and who. All right. Putting um, so 90 we've seconds. So we've got the black clad figure, and we've got Chris and Nicholas, right? Uh, yes. I think, that's, I, think that's, uh, I think that's conspiracy. Okay. I think that's enough of a thing we, we've got in there. Um trying to remember if we have uh, I feel like I feel like we have well, a, a law that we can we've referred to in the past uh, oh right it's not Rico but it's similar it's, oh the Frodo act the Fro yeah it's Frodo right yeah I thought so I couldn't find it uh, I Aaron if, if this is a character uh, Mikhail look I I, th I think we should just charge Peter with this conspiracy. If we start pointing fingers at the Red Inquisition, the High Guard is going to be shut down. Listen, we do not have to point fingers at the Red Inquisition. Three people is enough to make a fellowship. That is, that is Nicholas, Christopher, okay. and the laws used to be nine, All right. but they were, re they were rewritten. Yeah. Three is sufficient for a fellowship. Okay. Uh, that is enough for the Frodo Act. So we'll get them, get them for fellowship of uh, trying Those... to take over yes. and, and crash a dirigible into the Everspire. I'm down. Yes, you, that you're is gonna the... try all three of them at that, even though Nicholas and Christopher swear up and down they've never heard of this idea. They were just trying to fix the race. Well, we have we have uh, eyewitness. We have testimony from two uh, Highgar officers that yeah. the shadowy figure that we have apprehended um, knew Nicholas and Christopher, and we have that another separate shadowy figure, maybe the same one. Um, attested that they were had been hired to perform uh, uh, sabotage, and mm. we have testimony from Nicholas that he had been hired to do to to mutiny to mutineer the the ship. All right, so we had we had no votes enough. because we don't have charges. So should I now put ninety seconds on the clock? <laughs> yeah, put another ninety on. Meanwhile, in jail. Uh, Marty, would you tell me what the scales of justice are at? Oh, oh well, they're not looking super great, uh, and it's going to take me a minute to do the math here. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten failures on the scales of justice, and the number of successes is nine. We are we are one short. Oh, oh. dang! Very Blast. close. 
you know, it's it's the saddest story, Mikhail. Uh, no, after after cleaning up, line. after yeah. cleaning up uh, this this whole mess and and getting these uh, prisoners sent uh, out and and doing all this, uh, you know, you you, you you missed you missed his parents by that much. I show up and he's sitting he's sitting at the table. There's one plate at the table with food on it. The candles burned down to a stump. There's oh, there was I, I am not dressed up at all. Like I came straight as soon as I could get away from the from the station. Uh, I'm not even in uniform. I'm in the disguise, which is torn and ripped. I've got rope burns on my hands. Um, William, it was. I know you're tired of this excuse, but it's a work. There was the airship, the dirigible race. Uh, there was nearly a crash in the air expire. Hundreds of people would have been died. The orphan choir, the humanities, the huge manatees. Uh, you that know, sometimes is turned on, sometimes it is not. Sometimes, someday, you're going to have to choose between work and your relationship. I just wish you'd choose me once. Once. Uh, and I think that is a good time to fade away from me, Kyle and William H. Macy. Yeah. And the total is guilty, guilty. all around. Dun, dun, dun. All right. So, so you, you guys uh, get, get uh, some, some clean convictions in. Uh, the, the, the trial ends up uh, without uh, too much of a complication. However, uh, there, there is a great amount of complication of, of uh, the, the city continuing to uh, degrade into uh, sort of like a riot and, and uh, uh, really generalized unrest. And uh, all that's left in tonight's episode is, is probably to close uh, from words from your favorite now speaker and mine. But as we're waiting for that, let's all just remember that, that, um, that the dirigible races are, are no laughing matter, kids. Uh, don't try that at home. Uh, try not to play with uh, hydrogen. It's it's very dangerous. And uh, also, um, be nice to people in Captain's house. Yeah. Oh, you would think they would switch to helium, like by now, but I guess you they hope. Would get something Fant- less flammable. Fantasy helium. Ethereum or something. Ethereum. Flowium. Well, it's me, Skip Skyseeker, back with your Nowsayer Five news update. Calamity struck the annual Arcanum Dirigible Derby this evening as demonstrators objecting to the current rule of law managed a mutiny on the high airs. Well-known roustabout Nicholas No Good Ne'er-Do-Well and company conspired to sneak aboard one of the airships and pilot it straight into the Everspire. Thankfully, some uh, members of another team were able to crash into that dirigible, resulting in both of them falling into the forest. Thanks to these heroic racers for their service to the city. This has been Skip Skyseeker here for Now Sayer 5 News. And uh, I'd like to think I'd like to think that our episode ends uh, as we zoom in on Francine and Ar- Archibald sitting on Archibald's roof as they watch the airship slowly crash into <laughs> King's Park. And maybe we zoom in a little bit closer and they hold hands. Thanks for listening to Lawful and Orderly Special Visions Unit. Join our detectives next time for another exciting adventure in Lan Arcanum. Same RPG time, same RPG Academy. Visit us at dndsvu.rpg.academy. Our whole crew can be found on Twitter. Scott is at G-E-O-W-T-F. Jeffrey is at A-T-L underscore Spielberg. Clara is at A-L-O underscore S-E-D-A-1. Marty is at Schmarty. And Andrew J. Young is at That1GM. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave a rating and review. Or tell a friend about the show. Thanks.